Today's show brought to you by Redcon1.com. That's right. Click the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. Check them out. Use promo code T20 Quartermist. That's right. Redcon1.com. There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, David Crockett. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread on America. And I am your host, Don Q. How's everybody doing out today? It is April 7th, 2023. Let's music roll on a little bit. It's Friday. It's Good Friday. Let's go. guys how's everybody doing it today let's get through one more sponsor real quick let's not forget about christian lawson watches check them out at christianlawson.com don't forget to use promo code dtom at the checkout get 30 percent off your purchase price that's christianlawson.com all right so i know you guys are Maybe a little upset with me, but I'm going to go ahead and cut this music short here. It's like, oh, what is this? I do not own the rights to this music, and I don't give a shit. Just want to let y'all know. sure you guys missed me but uh maybe you didn't hell i don't know yeah so my sunday show that i uh pre-recorded on the uh, bloodlines of the illuminati the astro family uploaded because and i know you know this because you listen to it you're welcome i wanted to do a show wednesday <clears throat> and uh evidently i had a computer malfunction story of my life and actually was weary of today because it appears that uh, I am going to have to buy a new soundboard. So if the sound is a little wonky, 
today. That is why. Didn't realize it. Just got home last night. We were in Tennessee all week. And, uh, yeah, came home. I said, I got to get a show done today. And uh, I had the soundboard. I have to have this cranked so high it's not even funny just to play some music and uh and hear me i'm like looking at the levels and i'm like it looks like i'm barely even talking so hopefully in post i'll be able to uh fix the sound so you'll be able to hear me if not it'll be 30 45 minutes or so of me talking like this it'll be very quiet and i know you love to hear the sultry sounds of the pcgc so i'll have to make sure i can fix that in post, I have no idea what happened. I'm the only one that uses this stuff, and the computer literally is only used for this show. Uh, there was no storms. Everything was turned off while we were gone, so I don't know. I think the, the soundboard's two years old, so I'm guessing that maybe it's ran its course. That's fine. If you guys care to donate to the DTOM Buy a New Soundboard Fund, uh, it, you know, whatever, that'd be awesome. You can find us at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. And, uh, I don't know, I'll figure out the way for you all to donate money to me. You know, these things aren't cheap, but they're not crazy expensive. I don't need the state-of-the-art McGillicuddy 5000. But probably need to get something a little bit better than what I bought. When I bought the one that I'm currently using, like I said, it was a little over two years ago when we started the show. Obviously, I didn't want to spend a crap ton of money on equipment because didn't know how long this would go. Um, <clears throat> even so, I'm not saying I want to spend a crap ton of money on new equipment just yet. Let's let's see where the show goes from here. We are gaining sp- steam, and uh, and that's thanks to you guys listening, subscribing, sharing. And uh, but I've got to fix this, and I don't want to go with the same model that I have. Obviously, I need something that maybe is a little updated. So. Anyway, if you guys are so inclined, reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram at Don't Tread on America, on Twitter at DTOM underscore 1775, and uh, like I said, on the website, And if Like I said, I'm not, if you guys want to donate, great. You know, if you don't, that's fine. I'll figure it out. Um, just got to keep the train rolling, and I've already had to buy a new computer, and that was really expensive. Um... Of course, that was way early on. I think that was show three that we did, and the computer fried. Um, but this computer should last a little while. I say that, and I better find knock on wood, right? A soundboard will be the new thing I need. At any rate, on with the show. So, like I said, sorry about Wednesday. Not sure exactly what happened. I had it scheduled to upload, and it did not. And I left my computer and everything here. I was in... Um, Tennessee, not a whole hell of a lot I can do about it, so it is what it is. Anyways, obviously I picked a good week to be out of the state with all the crap that was going on with the Trump situation, and we'll get to all that here in a little bit. In the meantime, I want to talk about some new news, and we'll get into Trump here in just a little bit. So, someone out there, it, it appears to be in our federal government we have a bunch of sneaky, sniveling, sniveling, conniving pieces of shit. And I'm not even just talking about the presidents and the vice presidents and the senators and congresspeople and first ladies and second ladies and dead ladies and 
you know, whatever. Uh, I'm just talking about people that these presidents entrust with secrets. We know Trump had a shit ton of leaks throughout his whole administration, but it appears to be that Biden is going through the same situation. So this is out today. Pentagon is investigating reported leak of top secret Ukraine documents. Okay, so what are we what are we talking about? The Pentagon 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 is investigating a security breach in which classified war documents. Doc, Jesus Christ, you go you leave a week and I can't even freaking talk. <laughs> classified war documents detailing secret American and NATO plans for supplying aid to Ukraine before its prospective offensive against Russia were leaked to social media platforms. The top-secret documents were spread on Twitter and Telegram and reportedly contained charts and details of anticipated weapon deliveries, battalion strengths, and other sensitive information. Uh, this was reported to the New York, uh, New York Times. According to military analysts, the papers appear to have been altered in... Um, Certain parts from the original format overstating American estimates of Ukraine war dead and underestimating est understanding estimates of Russian troops killed, citing how the modifications could point to an effort of disinformation by Moscow. So essentially they're lying about the numbers, and I think it's a situation where they're doing this to gain support from the American people. I think most people in America are getting tired of the bullshit and especially in a situation where we're constantly giving money to this situation. In the meantime, we are going through a shitstorm of problems in this country. And <clears throat> I'm not going to get into this today. This will be on Sunday show. And I, and I really think I'm probably going to do more than three shows next week just to play catch up on all the stuff that I've got wrote down. I actually have a show that I was going to do today, but I want to kind of touch on some topical information and um with that being said and i'll probably reiterate this at the end of the show i'm glad to see that mainstream podcasters and media alike are finally are finally getting on board the detom train and what i mean by that is i told you guys last week or you know last week before i went on vacation that the um <laughs> <laughs> that the bricks were <laughs> the bricks about to hit the fan, right? We talked about this a year ago. I talked about the Sandman, Project Sandman. I talked about these things a year ago, March 25th, 2022. I told you guys, I did a show, Project Sandman. Around that same time frame, you can look up shows where I did about the bricks nations. We talked about that. We talked about them devaluing the dollar. Well, I might have been a little early on the prediction, but I did say it was coming. So I'm glad to invite mainstream podcasts, Tim Pool, Pasobic, Bongino. These are the guys I listen to. I'm glad to see you guys are finally talking about this stuff that should have been talked about a year ago. We're, oh, you guys are a little late to the party, and what I mean by that is this. You're giving us information. You're talking about information that it's kind of too little too late. The shit is already happening, but I'm going to leave it at that, and I'll talk about all that on Sunday, and if I have to throw, obviously, these people don't know me from a fucking gnat, and I get that. I'm just a, a fucking dude with a full-time job and a part-time podcast. Who the fuck am I compared to these guys? I get it. My point is this. 
you guys, you guys out there that are paid podcasters, you are paid to do this job. I don't make one freaking penny doing this job. Not one. Now, hopefully that'll change shortly. I have some things in works with Podbeam, who is my distributor. So hopefully things will change here shortly. I'm in a, I'm working on some things there. Uh, K5 behind the scenes. I'll talk about it when things happen. I don't want to spoil the fun yet. But even when that happens, it's going to be a drop in the bucket compared to what these guys make. Okay? Yeah. Would I like this to be a full-time job where I can make a living, a comfortable living doing this and be on this microphone five days a week? I would love that. Obviously, I love to hear myself talk. I'll tell you, I'm doing a 30-minute show an hour and a half later. And furthermore, right? I keep on going. I get it. I love doing this. I'm not even going to lie. I would love to do this five days a week. Unfortunately, full-time job gets in the way. If I could do this on a full-time basis, I would. But I have a full-time job. I have a full-time wife. I have things that I have to work into my unpaid podcast. You understand? But what I'm getting at is these guys claim to be uh, freedom fighters, fighters for truth, and we're out here speaking the truth, and we're telling you how it is when it's convenient for them to do that. I have nothing to lose. I can get on here and say, blah, 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 bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> you know, what am I going to lose? Sponsor? You know, I'll say this. I guarantee you when I did the Project Sandman, we were doing Sandman like he was like he's Jewish. Project Sandman. <laughs> um, when I was when I did those shows and we talked about the bricks and we talked about these things that are happening now that are happening now. I know we lost listeners. And, I, and I'm fine with that. But I, I honestly hope that any of you guys that listened a year ago and said, these guys are fucking nuts. I'm turning this shit off. I'm done listening to these guys. I hope that if you're a podcasting junkie, that you have said, oh, shit, I remember those guys talked about that last year. That Don guy, he's a little fucking crazy, but I do remember him talking about this. Shit, he was actually right in your back. And if you if that's the case, if you're if you're that person, welcome back. Glad to have you. But here's the thing. We're fucked. And I'm getting now on Saturday. But <laughs> but here's here's how everything is breaking down in this country. You have Pentagon leaks on a on an ill-gotten war that we shouldn't even be a part of. We're spending money that we don't have. Literally, we do not have. We're giving away our strategic oil, our strategic arms, when we may very well need them ourselves. Okay? Why? What is the ulterior motive here? What is Biden setting us up for, if Biden has anything to do with this? What are we being set up for, guys? And I, and I said this before, I'll say it again, and I'll keep saying it. You need to be ready for what's coming down the road. Am I telling you to go out and buy gold and silver? No. If you want to go do that, go do that. Okay? Realistically, the war that we might be looking at in this country, not only will we, will we, will we be fighting the BRICS nations, possibly, but we may be fighting each other. We're going to be fighting a war on top of a war. You've heard the, 
the term, oh, we're fighting a war on two fronts. That, that, we're going to be fighting a war on ten fronts. We're going to have Russia, China, Brazil, Iran, North Korea, God knows who else. Who else they're going to pull into the fold in the bricks. Because they've added some more letters to that situation. But we're fighting each other. And this is what I'm talking about. So swimmer Riley Gaines, I don't know if you know who she is, but she's a swimmer, evidently. No, I think she's from Kentucky. And she's kind of made it, made a name for herself coming out uh, this past year against um, the dude, the dude chick from University of Pennsylvania, the swimmer. I don't know his name, don't care to know his name. But the guy that couldn't make it as a male swimmer, so he pretended to be a chick so he could swim against females and break all these records, which are bullshit. If anyone, if anyone in this fucking world had a one centimeter of hair on their nutsack, they would say, asterisk, yeah, he broke the quote-unquote women's record, but he's a dude, so there you go. But the other day, um, Riley Gaines, who um, she is, she's on tour, I think, with uh, Turning Point USA, so... Let me read this article. Swimming swimming star Riley Gaines says she was attacked by protesters. Now, she says she was attacked. We have video evidence. There's no says about it. On Thursday night and forced to barricade herself inside a college classroom for hours, she gave a speech arguing that transgender athletes should not, shouldn't, should not be allowed to compete against biological females. The heated confrontation went down to San Francisco State. Here's your first problem. San Francisco State University campus. In North Carolina, Northern California, God bless, where Gaines had a ride to speak with students at a Turning Point USA event. Event in her chat with small gathering inside a classroom on campus, Gaines, who famously spoke out against NCAA transgender swimmer Leah Thomas, that's the dude chick, earlier this year, explained why she, uh, why she believes trans athletes have an unfair advantage. Well, that's, I mean, yeah. Well, then the kicker is this. So she's in this room talking to these students. They barricaded her inside. Wouldn't let her out unless she paid reparations. Here's the problem that we have in this country. And I'm going to, let me, let me go over here. I'm going to stop the music because I'm going to play something from Korean Diversity Hire. And this is why we have so many issues in this country this more than 50% right of transgender youth in the U.S., which is estimated to be more than 150,000 kids, live in states in which transgender youth have lost access to or at risk of losing access to gender-affirming care. Look, this is awful news. Let's be very clear about that. LGBTQI plus kids are resilient. They are fierce. They fight back. They're not going anywhere. And we have their back. This administration has their back. That's the problem. You are enabling these people to fight back. Now, if, okay, I'm going to put it like this. If I, a biological male, or whatever they call him, cisgender, I'm a fucking dude with a penis, all right? However big or small it may be. <laughs> No, but seriously, if I, as a male, decide to go and search out a chick dude, okay, if I see a 
what appears to be a woman, but then I realize that that's a dude. If I go out of my way to mess with that person, say something, do something, physically touch that person or whatever, if I do that, then that person defends themselves and kicks my ass or shoots me or stabs me or whatever, I had that coming. I have no problem with that. My problem is this. Is let me let me back up here. If you are a dude, okay, and you want to be a chick, whether you want to get your dick chopped off and have a banana split or you just want to uh look like a woman, dress like a woman, say instead of your name being uh, Todd, it's Ashley. If that's what you want to do, you know what? It's America. You do you. If you're a chick and your name's Sue and you want to be Stan and you want to grow a beard, fucking knock yourself out. I don't give a shit. Because when it comes down to it, when we're all going to meet our maker, that's when you're going to have to... <laughs> that's when your problems will start, okay? My problem is this, and I'm going to be all over the road on this subject, so bear with me. My problem is this. When you have the press secretary for Poopy Pants McGee coming out, when you have Kareen Diversity Hour, who herself is gay, once again, don't give a shit. You can be gay. You can be a dude sucking off another dude. You can be a chick. dude. I don't care. I really don't give a shit. My problem is this. When I'm watching TV and I see a commercial and they go, whoever whoever the company is, they go out of their way to make sure that you know that that's a, two chicks together married with a, with a boy or a girl with a child. Or that's two guys together. I, I don't need to see that shit. I don't care. If you want to be a dude and get that surgery done, or you don't want to get that done. The way I see it is this. If you are just playing dress-up, you're just pretending. If you're Leah Thomas or Thompson or Thomas, whatever, and you haven't gone the full McGillicuddy, gotten the banana split, you're just faking. You're just lying. If you want to be a woman, be a fucking woman. Get your dick chopped off. Become a woman. I'll at least have more respect for you that way. But... When you have this person coming out talking about fighting back, if, like I said, if I go out of my way to search this person out, oh, I know that guy is pretending to be a woman. I'm going to beat his ass. If I were to do that and then in turn got my ass kicked or got arrested or whatever, I deserve that, okay? But that is not necessarily what we're seeing. What are we seeing Instead, we're seeing Riley Gaines, who has every right to be out in public. <laughs> she was invited to the school to speak to these students. She has every right to do that, right? Why should we put up with these people doing these things? She was essentially held hostage by these people. And if she didn't pay a fee to get out of jail, 
right? She was held hostage by these people. You have, and here's a video I'm, I'm watching right now. Um, this, I'm, I'm going to play that. I'm going to, let me pause it. I'm going to rewind it because I don't know what the guy said. So there's a guy that, uh, I don't know what his sweatshirt said, but he has a cross on it. He says something to another chick dude. This guy is obviously a dude pretending to be a woman. And uh, let me play this and see what he says. So he doesn't actually say anything to him, not that is on this video. But the guy, the dude chick, just fucking punches him right in the face. So you have that. <laughs> now here's another video. Now this is uh this is from uh uh fucking mm not you know uh shit I can't think of the fucking shit UFC type situation and uh and uh let me see what's someone's on my front door let me see what's going on okay um <laughs> this is two fe- quote unquote females fighting in the ring. And uh, the girl whips her ass. This looks like it might be in Canada. I'm not sure, but let me see if I can. So here's the winner. This is when they uh, when they when they uh, interview the winner. I'm feeling excellent. That was sweet, huh? Did you like that? Yeah. And I want to tell. Tell me that's a fucking chick. That that dude just whooped the shit out of that woman. So <laughs> not trying to okay uh male violence on women so like me as a man if, if i got drunk one night and beat the shit out of my wife i'm that is definitely 100 percent not okay okay right i would deserve to go to jail be arrested and go to prison i deserve every any guy out there that does that to his wife his girlfriend whatever you deserve that but here we're sanctioning it it's fine. It's fine that that guy just beat the shit out of that girl. It's fine. It's sanctioned. The other day, you had a uh, situation in, in Canada where this gentleman named Billboard Chris was attacked by transvestites. These people, <laughs> what, two weeks ago, Nashville, right? A trans youth shoots up a, I say youth, 25-year-old, shoots up a Christian school. They are being enabled and entitled to do this stuff. This isn't fighting back. This is attacking. In the lovely state of Florida that I live in, now granted, it's not exactly the law that I would have liked seen passed. We have a situation where uh, the governor just signed a bill for concealed carry, which means now I would have rather seen open carry now from what I read on that whole situation the reason it wasn't done was supposedly some sheriffs thought it was going to be an issue which in my opinion I think I'd rather see who has the gun than who doesn't I think if we had open carry like we should like our founding fathers wrote in the constitution bear arms that means hmm, I see that you are armed it would be a different situation. People probably think twice about robbing the liquor store, robbing the bank. You know, if everyone in there was armed, right? One person with a gun can control a hundred people. One person with a gun cannot control a hundred other people with a gun. You understand? But nonetheless, we at least have 
that, the concealed carry aspect. So point being is this. Trans people, if you feel like you want to be aggressive, especially in the state of Florida after July 1st, you might want to reconsider what you're doing because that person that is protesting peacefully with a sign against your activities and you want to get violent, you might end up getting shot. So just a word to the wise, you might want to reconsider the things that you guys are doing out there. We have that, you know, situation with Riley Gaines in San Francisco. Now, according to the article, I go back to the top update, San Francisco University and its police department said in a statement to TMZ Sports on Friday, no arrests were made Thursday night, though they are still investigating the situation. Interesting. Well, of course, I hope Riley Gaines is well aware that not a damn thing is going to happen to these people. Nothing's going to happen because you're in a state, and better yet, you're in a city that doesn't care about crime, period. And let alone crime happening to conservative voices. Just the other day, so what was that, third Wednesday, you had Bob Lee, tech executive an investor who was instrumental in creating a mobile payment service catch at, uh, cash app was fatally stabbed on the streets of San Francisco on Tuesday night. Killed. Okay? And he was in good part of town. What is this saying? If you, and, and I don't know Bob Lee from Adam. I mean, he could be a piece of shit liberal too. Not did, Does that mean he deserves to die? No. But what it means is, if number one, if you're conservative, if you're listening to the sounds of the PCGC, if you're listening to the sultry sounds of me right now, and you live in any major metropolitan city, any, even in Florida, you probably need to get the hell out of that city. But if you especially live in California... L.A., San Diego, San Fran, Sacktown, right? Oakland. If you live in Seattle, Portland, and most places in those states. If you live in Chicago, New York, well, what else? Atlanta. And I'm naming cities in red states also. Phoenix. If you live in these areas, Dallas. Austin, you might want to think about moving, if if at all possible. I mean, hell, I don't even live in a big city in Lakeland, in, in Florida, but uh, where I live is getting a little too crowded for me that I'm thinking about getting the hell out. Um, and this broadcast might come from the free state of Kentucky. I don't know. We'll see. But um, point being is this. These police officers aren't your friends. They don't give a shit about you. The mayors of these cities don't give a shit about you. And like I said, Bob Lee, I don't know him from Adam. He could be the biggest liberal out there. He could be donating to Gavin Newsom every day. Maybe 10% of his paycheck goes to Gavin Newsom. I don't know. Gavin Newsom 
and uh, what's the, what's it? Brent, uh, shit, I can't even think of the mayor of San Fran off the top of my head, but London Broil, Broil, London Broil. No, that's that's mean. Anyway, London Bree, maybe I don't know. Anyway, whoever the mayor is there, they don't give a shit about you. They don't care. They don't care. And it's to the point where even in New York City, they don't care about crime. Eric, the the mayor there, he doesn't give a shit. Ex police officer thinking, no, this might this dude might be okay. Ex police officer, no, no. I'll, I'll say this: Dan Bongino was right. He said he was a piece of shit when he was a cop, and he's even a bigger piece of shit as a mayor. But furthermore, your DA, Alvin Braggs, is even bigger piece of shit. They don't. They downgrade, if your name isn't Donald Trump, they downgrade felonies to misdemeanors. Misdemeanors don't get charged. And uh, you could pretty much get away with anything you want to in the, state, in the state of New York, better yet, the city of New York, unless your name is Donald Trump. Because if your name is Donald Trump, as we are well aware, because that dominated the news, I mean, like that, my computer decided to freeze up <laughs> all right here we go I have no idea what happened here that's interesting that is very very interesting I've been noticing that uh, as I save articles they have a tendency to disappear all right so here is um let me pause this real quick I say real quick let me pause it real quick Fuck me, damn. This is Byron Donalds. He's on CNN. This was, I think, yesterday. Last night he was on Wolf Blitzer. And uh, pretty much drops the mic right now. Wolf, even the FEC looked at this, and the FEC said there's nothing to see here. The Department of Justice looked at this. They said there's nothing to see here. Last time I checked, Alvin Bragg does not sit on the FEC. He's not somebody who's steeped in election law. He's a local prosecutor in Manhattan, where, by the way, he's actually downgraded of violent felonies in Manhattan. So the people of Manhattan aren't as safe as they should be in their own streets. That is not even his jurisdiction. So he piles that into this indictment, which frankly doesn't even really cite what he's talking about, except the 2016 elections. And we're supposed to sit here and take this seriously? No, this is politics. And it's gross politics. This is a type of thing that the American people don't want to see. Look, you can have disagreements between Republicans and Democrats. I have strong opinions of my own. But to say that you're going to shoehorn some, shoehorn some phony situation into a felony indictment or 34 felony indictments, that is a stretch. That is a kangaroo. So not sure if you guys exactly know what happened or how that happened. How did he manage to get 34 felony indictments? Well, essentially, just just to break it down for you real quick, how did he do that? So, like like Byron Donalds just said, congressman from the free state of Florida, um, <laughs> the FEC, Federal Elections Commission, found no wrongdoing in this whole situation, period. So there's no federal offense. Alvin Bragg is out of his jurisdiction by even doing what he's doing. But what he did was... So this essentially all stemmed from the payment from uh, Michael Cohen, his lawyer, 
to Stormy Daniels, right? The 130 grand. So essentially, after Trump was was um, elected president, he then paid Michael Cohen back. Now, this is all based on facts or what we know of the case. So essentially, he paid him back in 34 installments, that 130 grand. So five grand here, five grand there, however he broke it down. So each one of those payments is what this is, is what this is. And it's not based under the elections of New York, which even if it were still out of his jurisdiction, that should come from the attorney general of the state of New York, not the district attorney from New York. Okay. And he's doing this under business transactions, so he's calling it a white-collar crime, which in turn makes it a felony. Now, mind you, this is still something that happened over seven years ago. So, no matter how you paint the picture, the color is bad because you're out of time, right? This is something that should have been done. If you wanted to do it, it should have already been done. But no, we're going to wait till now to do it because why? Well, because we are on the footsteps of a new election. We have a person, Donald Trump, ex-president, trying to be the next president. So what better way than to have this DA try something that's not going to work? with a judge who just found out yesterday, oh, he's a donator to the Biden campaign. So surely he's going to get a fair election. So even if this goes through the situation, and even if he gets convicted, it's going to get overturned. Okay? But wait. (laughs) We still have Georgia. And we still have... Um, what's the other state? There was another one. I don't know. There's another state trying to pull some bullshit, some shenanigans. And these are tic-tac bullshit things. They're just trying to get, I mean, I think one of the things Alvin Bragg even came out and said was Donald Trump lied to his potential voter voters and people that voted for him while running for president. Fucking news of the obvious. What fucking politician? You, Alvin Bragg, probably lied along your way to be elected as a district attorney, attorney, attorney. Show me a politician that doesn't lie to get elected, and I'll show you a politician that's not fucking working. Okay? I'm serious. (laughs) What was it on Liar Liar? Even the great Jerry lied. Fucking all of them lie. (laughs) They all lie. Okay? That's why they're called politicians. That's why we, (laughs) lawyers and politicians, they're all one and the same. Show me a politician, and I'll show you that he's probably a lawyer. Okay? Joe Biden, they all lie. So Trump lied to get elected. (laughs) Wow, didn't see that one coming. Interesting. But here's the kicker. What is probably, in all honesty, of everything that's ever happened in this country, and... I'm not talking about World War One, Two, Vietnam, Korea, 
none of the Gulf stuff, Afghanistan, uh, 9-11, the great insurrection of, July, of January 6th. Take all of that out of the equation. The single worst event, in my personal opinion, that has ever happened in this country is Joe Biden. No, that's the second worst. Is the Civil War. And what I'm what I mean by that. However it started, why ever it started, we can have that argument, and maybe that's a show for another day. But the facts of the of this situation is this. We know southern states, whichever states those were, I'm not going to sit here and give you a history lesson, seceded from the Union basically because of slavery, right? Now, the funniest thing about this is, whatever, whatever, but once the Civil War was over, Emancipation Proclamation, all that stuff was done, the northern states, oddly enough, were the most racist of them all as far as allowing blacks to intersect with whites, but regardless of that. Um, like I've always said, history is written by the winners, okay? So whatever we think we know about the Civil War is what I'm going to base what I'm going to tell you off of. Now, one would think secession from the Union and these leaders, um, when you talk about the Confederate president, Jefferson Davis, when you talk about the General Lee, right, and you talk about the other people involved, the other uh, governors at the time of these states, you know, you had Georgia, Florida, South, North Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, these, these mayor, I'm sorry, these governors of these states, along with their president, the Confederate president, Jefferson Davis, all of these people, by law, um, were treasonous. They, the, what they did was treason, okay? Period. Believe what you want to believe. I'm just basing it on the history as we were taught, okay? Like I said, the Civil War, the truce and, and fiction of that situation, like I said, that's probably a show for another day. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to make note of it. And that's something we can get into way down the road because I got a lot of shows I got to get done. But um, why weren't those people held for treason? They weren't even brought up on charges. So in the meantime, you have a secessionist group of people, okay, along with their leader, that not only seceded from the Union, something that I think a lot of people nowadays are, would really like to do. Governors, mayors, generals. You had people that fought against their brothers, their friends, their cousins. Okay? You had a situation where... <laughs> oh, there's a microphone. Where... A lot of these shit, uh, Robert E. Lee and Ulysses S. Grant went to school together at West Point. They knew each other. 
okay? What those gentlemen did by law was illegal. It was something that people that are in jail right now for J6 didn't even kind of do, but are in jail for a similar situation. These men back in 1865-66 were never never convicted, never even arrested, never indicted for treason, for secession. Never. Am I saying that's right? Am I saying that's wrong? No, I'm, I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying that even after the Civil War, probably, like I said, in my personal opinion, the most uh, heinous act that has ever occurred to Americans by Americans. And like I said, we can talk about other situations. How I, I don't even know the number off the top of my head, but millions of people died. Millions of Americans killing Americans. Over what? Right? Over what? Slavery was bad. We can all agree with that. Not so bad that we don't use our iPhones and buy our Japanese or our Chinese stuff because guess what? It's still going on over there. But we ignore that because it doesn't affect us. Right? Even those people that fought a war to want to keep slavery and do the things that they were doing for whatever their reasons were, good or bad, even those people were never indicted, were never held, never stood trial, never went to court, never went to jail, and essentially the reason was they wanted to kind of, you know, let it go. You know, President Lincoln in 1863, identified a list of top uh, Confederate generals that included people like Robert E. Lee and Joseph Johnston who deserved to be in in prison for treason. They deserved it. By law, they deserved it. For whatever reasons, these people, these generals in the South, in the Confederate Army, uh, Jefferson uh, Davis, the president, the Confederate president, for whatever reason, these people did what they did, for right or wrong. Like I said, regardless of the reason they did it, it was treasonous. Now, what if, I guess, what if the South had won? What if? Would they have held Lincoln and... Ulysses S. Grant and all these other people. I, I don't know. I'm just, that's a what if. They essentially just wanted the, the country to be one again. And they felt by arresting these certain individuals, indicting them for treason, and throwing them in jail, or, or better yet, killing them, really, because treason, there's only one punish punishment for treason and that's hang they wanted the country to mend itself if they had done that the war probably 
wouldn't have ended with the American. They would have been like, fuck your Emancipation Proclamation. You know what I'm saying? You would have had Civil War Part Two, which I guess is yet to be seen. But in this country now, we can't help but constantly throw divide to the point where we indicted an ex-president for something that the federal government didn't see as a crime. And regardless of it being or not being a crime, let's just say that what Trump did was illegal. Just for shits and grins, let's, let's say what he did was illegal. Maybe morally wrong, definitely. But was it illegal? Whatever. Let's just say it was illegal, just for the sake of argument. The federal government didn't do anything about it. Why? Because you still, even Biden, even the great <laughs> Mayor Garland, didn't see it as purposeful. What purpose is there in it? Even if you could get a conviction, you're just going to cause more angst and more divide. But no, 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 no. Let's, we'll let Alvin Bragg do it. We'll let all the pissant DAs around the country do it. But all you've really done is this. Is you've opened the door to a bunch of shit. <laughs> this country is probably the most litigious country in the world as it is. <laughs> now you're going to start seeing DAs and attorney generals from red states. Watch. Just watch. You'll see it. <sighs> but then... <laughs> I, I come across this stuff. And this is going to kind of bring everything together. The Trump stuff, the the transvestite stuff, and everything. So I'm sure you guys have seen this because this all kind of came out yesterday. In the past few days now, Bud Light, I guess, has a new spokesperson. And uh, <laughs> I guess this will be the go, woke, go broke segment of the show because we're going to cover a couple, couple of different situations here. But... So, uh, TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney, so is Dylan the girl name or the boy name? I don't know. Anyway, another person who's pretending to be a chick who, uh, I don't know if you saw the thing where, where Kid Rock's shooting up the case of beer and, and, uh, Travis Tritt come out and said he's no longer on his tours wherever he, he has a concert. They won't be selling Bud, Budweiser products. And you know what? I don't have a problem with that because of this. I'm, I'll be 50 this year, okay? And in my 35 or so years of drinking alcohol, but wait, Don, you're only going to be 50. You didn't start drinking until you're 21. I said what I said. In my 35 years, I probably started drinking beer when I was 14, 15 years old because, you know, Florida, right? Uh, was it legal? No. No, it wasn't. Was I a kid? Yes. And that's what kids do. Anyway. I tried Bud Light once when I was a child. Now, if I piss some people off by saying what I'm about to say, so be it. But I would assume by now what I'm going to say probably won't piss many people off because I would assume most of y'all are like, fuck Bud Light. Okay? This is that. Bud Light is probably the worst beer ever created by man. And I'm not saying that because of Dylan Mulvaney and all the bullshit going on. I don't give a shit about this dude. 
if Budweiser wants to pay this motherfucker to promote his beer, the working man's beer, the working man that gives two shits about transvestites, <laughs> that's your problem because you better hope to God all these fucking weirdos start buying your shit because guess who's not going to be buying it? Now, I'll also say this. If you like Bud Light and you have a 12-pack of <laughs> Bud Light in your fridge, fucking drink it. Do you think Bud Light gives two shits about Kid Rock shooting up their beer? No, because you know what? They already made their money on his beer that he just shot up. Just don't buy the shit anymore. But here's the problem. If you're not going to drink Bud Light, guess what? Don't drink Mick Ultra, Bush Light, Natural Light, Budweiser. If you're going to boycott Bud Light, cool, do that. I've been boycotting them for 30-some-odd years. Um, but I got some alternatives for you guys. If you are in a state, because I know this beer is not sold in all 50 states, and I'm sorry for that, but Yingling <laughs> makes a fine, fine beer. And the, uh, the CEO of Yingling <laughs> is a Trump supporter which is probably where he won't do so well with these people, which is fine. But Yingling beer is very, very good. Now, granted, I don't drink a lot of beer anymore because I've found the, the liquor is a lot better, especially whiskey. And I'll get to whiskey here in a second because I got a bone to pick with whiskey. <sighs> but Yingling Light is actually... And I, and I dare say this, and if I'm wrong, and if you think I'm wrong, that's fine. Uh, don't tread on America on Facebook and Instagram and DTOM underscore 1775 on Twitter, or you can just find me on the web at don'ttreadonamerica.com. But I'm going to tell you right now that I personally think that Yingling Light is actually better than Yingling. And, and I'll say this about that. The flavor, they Yingling... Yeah, I'm actually, my mouth is actually watering talking about this. It might be a beer Friday. Uh, Yingling is good, but it's a heavy beer. Okay? It's a lager. These aren't pussy Pilsner beers like Budweiser. This is, it's a, it's a lager, so it's a little bit heavier of a beer. Yingling light is a lighter, obviously, light beer. Yingling flight is actually pretty good, too. But... Fine, if you live in a state that sells Yingling, please go that route. If for some reason you don't, Miller Lite, okay? Because that's pretty much sold everywhere. Um, but on to the next one. And, and the next one, too, about this Dylan Mulvaney guy here that kills me is this. <laughs> if Bud Light, Budweiser, whatever, wants to throw some money at this dude to get on there and act like a fucking freak show, cool. You do you, bro. Um, do I fault him for, for this? Do I fault Dylan Mulvaney? No. You do you, guy. You want to get Budweiser to throw you 50 grand and Nike and whoever else? I can't fault him for that. That's not his fault. You have to look at the, you have to look at Budweiser. You have to look at Nike. You have to look at these people. And, and Nike's another one. <laughs> so you saw the video of him wearing fucking girls' workout clothes. Oh, yeah, I'm wearing leggings. I'm wearing a sports bra. You're a dude. You don't have any tits. You don't need a sports bra. But out there, oh, look at it. 
where are the why, why aren't women getting up in arms? This dude's getting paid fifty grand by Nike to pretend he's a chick in his girl clothes, stretching and doing jump jumba jacks. I'm like gonna puke just talking about it. Doing jumba jacks. <laughs> you know what happened? What was it like? 60, 70 years ago, there was a whole fucking thing about women's movement. And we, the women's movement has taken a backseat to dudes chopping their dicks off. Not even that this Dylan guy has done that. He's just a dude pretending to be a chick. He's not even manly enough to get his dick chopped off. It, wait, is that? I, but anyway, um, you know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> women are so afraid to be boisterous they're afraid that they're gonna get jumped like riley uh gains by speaking their mind this is this really is bullshit i'm sorry there's no other better word to put it this is bullshit women are being phased out and maybe that's the point maybe that's the whole point they don't want men and women to be together they they don't want us to populate but you know budweiser say what you want and uh, the thing i feel bad for is this you have, if you guys don't know this, Budweiser in itself is a company that produces beer, right? We know that, right? No. But it's distributed by independent distributors. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is this. If you own, if you're McDonald's, for example, McDonald's is laying off like 100,000 people, but not at the restaurants, it's corporate. And corporate doesn't even employ that many people because essentially corporate, you have corporate McDonald's. Like however many McDonald's there are in this country or the world for that matter, a small fraction of them are what they call corporate stores. The bulk of your McDonald's, the McDonald's that you probably go to, isn't owned by McDonald's. It might be owned by Bob and Sue Johnson that scraped up some money together to fucking buy a franchise and they might own a two or three fucking McDonald's in your area. These people aren't millionaires by any stretch of imagination. Okay? These people that distribute Budweiser probably just distribute in your area. Like where, where I live, the Budweiser distributor, Bernie Little, distributes in Polk County and I think Highlands County. That's it. You know? In Hillsborough County, it's Pepin distributors. I mean, these aren't moguls. These are just dudes that bought a distributorship however many years ago to, to put out Budweiser. I feel bad for those people because, you know, I don't know how long whoever's been distributing Budweiser or in the in the areas that get it distributed, but it's not their fault that Budweiser decided to hire his fucking... Alyssa Hendersheed, vice president of marketing for Bud Light, is the first woman ever to be a, to lead the popular brand as the first woman and led the biggest beer brand in the world. It's an amazing opportunity. I really involved in Elevate Bud Light. And this brand I love, says Hershey. Um, so, you know, be prepared that pretty much all your Bud, you know, all your Budweiser, Bud Light commercials are going to be trans blah 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 whatever and gay this and not gay that and cuck man this and you know we're no no more will you see the the likes of spuds mckenzie and the bud bowl and 
the manly stuff that you see with Budweiser. It's going to be all about this stuff. So cool. Let Budweiser do what the fuck it wants because there's plenty of other beer out there. But if you're going to do this, might I suggest one thing? And my European listeners will agree with what I'm about to say. And um, for the most part, a lot of your American beers piss anyway. Okay? At least Yingling has a little body to it. And it's an American beer, and it's been around for 100, over 100 years. Okay? And no, they're not paying me to talk about this. I'm just telling you what I like. Um, go online. Budweiser. Wikipedia, whatever. It'll pull up. It'll tell you every beer that they make. And it's a lot. And I'm not even about to sit here and tell you. Okay? Make sure none of the beers you like are them. Don't say, okay, well, I just won't drink Bud Light. I'll get Natural Light. Same thing. It probably is actually the same thing. Um, okay, I'll get uh, some random off-the-wall. It still might be a Budweiser beer. Okay? Well, it's from a microbrewery. Make sure because, you know, you might not uh, you might not be right. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do you all a favor here. Budweiser. Bud, Budweiser. Bud. Yeah, so I guess the frog's probably gone too, right? That's probably... It's probably some kind of fucking male-dominated bullshit. Let's see, Budweiser brands. Okay, I'm on the Wikipedia. I'm on... You know, we should have known when Budweiser came out with fucking uh, Seltzer. We should have known, right? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Can't find it. Just give me brands. Um, so we know let me go here manufacturer Anheuser-Busch maybe that'll help uh, it's not helping it's not helping <laughs> beverage products there we go still not helping um, yeah I thought I, I was hoping I would find a list of, of of beer that they make and not helping at all. Oh well. So anyway, so find a find a way. I'm sure. So let's see. Uh, Budweiser, Stella Art, Artois, Bex, um, Land Shark, which sucks because that's actually pretty good beer. Shock Top, a couple of different um, Mexican beers. So just be weary. Okay, if you if you give a shit, if you don't, then fuck you. Drink Bud Light. I don't give a shit. Um, the next bone I have to pick is with fucking Jack Daniels. Now I will say this about that: I do drink a little bit of Jack Daniels, uh, mainly the apple and honey, and I just use that as a uh, flavoring for different make, makes uh, drinks I make. Uh, a couple years back, we went to Tennessee. We went to uh, Jack Daniels Distillery. Now, mind you, what I'm going to tell you is is new news. Um, I personally have, uh, let's see, in the DTOM studios, I have two models up there. I think we have two bottles out there that we had engraved when we went to the, uh, distillery, however, four or five years ago when we went. We love going to Tennessee. We love going to Kentucky, which is why maybe one day the DTOM show will be broadcast from one of those two states, but we'll see. Um... 
the two bottles out there will never be open. They were engraved, me and my wife's name. The two bottles I have in the Detom Studios is uh, their special bottles. White, white Rabbit and Red Dog or something like that. Probably will never drink those. Mind you, not has anything to do with this. It's just I don't want to open the bottles because I have plenty of fucking whiskey and bourbon. I don't need to open those bottles. <sighs> However, I do have a bottle of apple and I have a bottle of honey that I do use. Now... Uh, from this point forward, we'll never buy another bottle of Jack Daniels again. Why? Because they are sponsoring Jack drag shows for kids. So fuck Jack Daniels, and they can suck a cock. Um, will I miss buying Jack Daniels? No, because guess what? <laughs> a lot of other people that make whiskey make apple and make honey fucking whiskey. So I guess I'll buy Crown Apple or whoever else is out there. Now, with that being said, mind you proper apple is fucking awesome just throwing that out there but like i said with that being said the company that makes jack daniels so if we're going to punish jack daniels i guess we need to punish the now i would assume i don't know all the ins and outs of of marketing and this that and the other thing but uh jack daniels probably is responsible for its own brand as far as marketing is concerned but this is going to pain me to say this, but if we're going to punish Jack Daniels, we probably need to look at who makes Jack Daniels. Now, uh, contrary to popular opinion, Jack Daniels isn't its own entity. Jack Daniels is a part of a corporation that makes other whiskeys. And I'm going to run through this whole list because it's not just American whiskeys. It's worldwide whiskeys owned by this company that is based out of Louisville, Kentucky. And it, it pains me to say the things that I'm about to say because there's a couple of whiskeys on here that I drink. There's a couple of these that I have out in my liquor stash. I've got over 200 bottles of whiskey. Sue me. I'm That's what I do. Um, Now... Will I go forward buying these bottles? It pains me to say this, but I'm going to have to say no. I probably won't. Will I drink the bottles I have? Fuck yeah, because I paid money for those bottles. Do you think these companies, Jack Daniels and the companies I'm going to name here in a minute, give two shits if I throw my bottles up in the air and shoot them with a shotgun? No, they're like, fuck it, you paid 50 bucks, you can do what you want. What was the scene in uh, America on uh, the NWA movie? Right when they show the scene of all these people running over the CDs and tapes for NWA, boycotting NWA. Oh, we're gonna run over their records and their their tapes and shit. And uh, one of the the journalists uh, interviewing uh, Ice Cube, and I know he said this. It wasn't just a part in the movie. He actually I remember the interview itself in back in the '80s when this happened. He's like, I don't give a fuck. They paid the damn money for the CD. If they want to break it, they. That's what I'm saying. You going to the store and buying a 12-pack of Bud Light and then shooting it with your gun. Who gives a fuck? They made their money. They don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Just stop buying it. All right, here's your list. And this is going to hurt. It's going to hurt me. Like I said, I'm not a big Jack Daniels drinker, so I'm not going to lose sleep over that. Um, You know, I'll, I'll live without Jack Daniels. There's other options better options anyway so it's no big deal but 
these other two American whiskeys, it hurts. It hurts a little bit. Old Forester is pretty fucking good stuff. It hurts. And it's been around for a while. Now, I will say this about that. Each one of these companies is its own entity. Jack Daniels is responsible for Jack Daniels. Old Forester is responsible for themselves. So, am I trying to justify the fact that I have a couple of bottles of Old Forester and I like Old Forester? I can probably live without it. I can drink what I have and then be done with it. Woodford, Wood, I can't even say it. It hurts. Woodford Reserve is fucking good bourbon. It's fucking good. Part of the umbrella that owns Jack Daniels. Do I stop buying Woodford Reserve? The beautiful thing about bourbon is there's a lot of it out there. And if I have to focus my attention on Maker's Mark, they are we are a brand ambassador, then so be it. Uh, I can also shift to another company out of Louisville, along with Maker's Mark, Jim Bean. They make a fine bourbon. Basil Hayden, real good. And if you want to be on the cheap and you just want a nice fucking drink, fucking Red Stag, Jim Beam. It's fucking good. Okay? And then, of course, we got Sazerac Company. They're out of uh, Louisiana, but if you go north back into Louisville and you, you visit the fine people at Buffalo Trace, mm. <laughs> I just bought me a bottle of Weller. Antique 107. Ho, 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 ho. I can't wait to crack that puppy open. Also, on my journey through Tennessee, I found a bottle of E.H. Taylor. Ho, 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 ho. Yes. Anyway, sorry, sorry. Ah, drooling. All right, Scotch whiskey, guys. For you guys over yonder, uh, I don't know any of these names, and I'm probably going to fuck them up. Ben Reich, single malt scotch. Glenn Dronich. And Glenn Gasol, those uh, are under the umbrella. Irish whiskey, slain Irish whiskey. Uh, vodka, Vin, Vin, Finlandia, whatever. I, I, whatever, I'm not going to name all these because I don't even fucking, I, a lot of these I've never even heard of. Okay, so whatever. Jack Woodford, Old Forester, you pissed me off. Uh, I'm putting you on timeout. Um, we'll focus on... Uh, Makers, Buffalo, and uh, some of the oddball. I, when we were in Tennessee, we, we visited a ton of small distilleries. I got some Moon Pie, Moonshine. Moon Pie, <laughs> Moonshine. So I know TikTok's supposed to be the bad thing and whatever, whatever. But if you want to go to Don't Tread on America on the TikToker, I'm going to start making some fine concoctions. With some new whiskeys I got. Oh, I'm going to promenade them and we're going to see what we can do with that. Anyway, I got to cut this day short because my wife's tapping her toe and she's looking at me because we're supposed to go eat dinner and I wanted to bring you all a show. So, anywho, please tune in uh, on Sunday, guys. Please follow the show. Whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, subscribe, follow. It's free. I'm not going to charge you anything. Uh, I don't know that the content's that great to charge you, but... It probably is. Um, so please subscribe. Keep on sharing this. Keep on doing the things you're doing. You are helping tremendously. And like I said, obviously, hopefully I can fix the sound so all this sounds good. Um, 
if you are so inclined and want to throw me a few dollars for a new soundboard, I will, I'll give you a shout out and maybe one day whenever I start getting merch and getting that whole situation going, if I get off my fucking lazy ass and getting that ball rolling, I'll throw you a t-shirt. Anyway, with that being said, guys, it is April 7th, my son's birthday, 27. Happy birthday. I don't, I know he doesn't listen, so whatever. And, um, uh, no one in my family listens, so I, that's why I can pretty much say whatever I want to say. And, uh, yeah, you guys have a great day. And, uh, like I said, happy birthday to my son, if he does happen to listen to this. And, um, uh, you guys have a great day, and please, like I said, tune in. I will be back at least three times next week, probably more. Um, and I got a lot of stuff. I got a lot of stuff written down, um, so be prepared. And uh, I'll talk to you guys again on Sunday. Sunday.